Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Michael Reed on LMFM. Wednesday morning, the 4th of March. Good morning with much debate and discussion from now till 11am. This is Michael Reed on LMFM. The doll will meet tomorrow. It's the second time that politicians will go to work since the election, which was held a month ago. What will they do? Undoubtedly, there will be much political point scoring, but the Parliament will do little to affect how the country is being run. The AIM2 party is calling for the doll to be recalled in order to tackle the challenge facing the country from the coronavirus, COVID-19. Today uh, we're confirming that Ireland has uh, diagnosed one uh, new case of COVID-19. Uh, the case arises in a female in the east of the country and is associated with travel from northern Italy. We have now 397 people in total who have been tested as of Monday the 2nd of March yesterday evening. The position internationally is that there are now 91,783 confirmed cases, 11,480 of which are outside of China. In Italy, in relation to Europe, in Italy there are now 2,036 confirmed cases, in France 191, in Germany 188. In Spain, 151, and in the UK, 54. Those are the top five countries in Europe by, by number. The, the government's, government's chief, chief uh, medical, medical officer, officer Tony, Tony Hill, speaking uh, to members of uh, the press at a HSE press conference yesterday. Uh, we're joined by the leader of AIM2, Peter Tobin, who's a, a TD in Mead West, and you're suggesting uh, that uh, the doll would be recalled and function fully, and indeed that the health committee would be put in place and help to make decisions in terms of how the country is responding to uh, this health crisis. Uh, you're concerned, I, I think, about about how the government is handling it, or the caretaker government is handling it. Well, first of all, we think it's scandalous that the government that the doll is on holidays at the moment. We think that you know the urgency that was in the mouth of all of the TDs that stood for election just a month ago it has been replaced by a kind of a you know it's a, let's wait and see what happens attitude. And I'm sure it won't be just grand. And I think that you know we have already got significant crises around housing, healthcare, crime, transport, uh, and regional imbalance. And on those basis of alone, the doll should be mm. back working and doing its job. But obviously on top of that, we have the coronavirus, which is a significant threat to the health of the people of Ireland and also to the economy But you made Ireland. the point in your press release uh, that the government is acting in a, a way differently than governments are acting in different jurisdictions. Have you got a, a problem with how uh, the government is responding <sighs> to this so far? Well, 
I do. I have, I have a problem, first and foremost, that there's no oversight and accountability to the system. So we have a government with no mandate, uh, which is making the decisions, and yet the TDs with a fresh mandate haven't got the ability to hold them to account whatsoever, or the HSC, and that's what the, the Dáil and the committee is, is about. But the government, is, a, 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 the government is following the advice of uh, Tony Holhan, uh, the Chief Medical Officer, and the experts in the HSC. Should they ignore that advice? Well, first of all, all governments in the world are following the advice of their medical experts, OK? Many governments have different approaches. So in Britain, for example, uh, they have a different approach to traceability. So um, in Ireland, what we did was uh, we sent a couple of people in yellow T-shirts to hand out leaflets at the airports. In Britain, what they did was they sent medics to the airports and the people who came off the planes from affected areas, their details were taken and there was a level of traceability uh, started uh, from as soon as that air, airplane landed in the country. And, you know, uh, in, in Ireland, we had a situation where when people came back from, let's say, skiing trips to schools, uh, they were told that unless they had some of the symptoms of a particular virus, they were to carry on as normal. But in Britain, if they came back from the affected areas, those schools were closed. And actually, quite seriously, it was uh, people were told to self-isolate uh, with regards to the law will be brought against them if they didn't self-isolate. So there's been different approaches, and all I'm saying is that both countries have followed the medical advice. So obviously the medical advice is different in both countries. But at the same time, we should have the elected representatives of the people adding to the solutions that are there, trying to hold the government to account to make sure different issues, for example, are, are dealt with. Right now, if you're a worker and you have to self-isolate, there's no plan put in place for you to be able to continue having an income for that period of time of self-isolation. So many people will, you know, who have mortgages and who have rent and who, you know, who are to the pin of their collar already will be asking themselves, well, can I afford to get a test done here? Because if I do get a test, I'll have to self-isolate. If I self-isolate, I have no funds to be able to continue raising my family. But as many as 20% of uh, the workforce could be out of work, sick at some stage over the course of uh, how this virus runs. Absolutely. And so what we're just saying, it's absolutely bananas that the elected representatives are on holidays during this period of time. That every house in the country is discussing this serious crisis, except the houses of the Oireachtas. And um, it, it, it's just so frustrating as a TD to be able to, to, to be seeking to add to the solutions uh, towards this particular crisis. And yet we have a political establishment that is dithering uh, around government formation. And, you know, we're, we're, as you said, we're nearly a month after the general election. And yet there have been no formal talks between any of the parties with regards to government formation. And we have, we have the likes of Fine Gael saying that they're not going to go into government unless it's the last resort. Uh, and yet, we, we know from the conversations of all the leaders of the party that it's likely to be a Fianna Fáil, Fine Gael, Green and independent government. So, you know, it's, it's just mind-blowing that we have to wait this length of time for the, for the parties to get serious about government formation. And that's why Aintu made those statements with regards recalling the doll, first and foremost for the housing crisis, for the health crisis, for the transportation crisis, and, and crime, but also to deal with this new crisis of, of COVID-19. OK, let's stay with medical issues and a separate medical issue because uh, you're the leader of the N2 party, but also uh, the chair of the Save and Navin Hospital campaign. You're holding a second public meeting in order to generate 
opposition to a decision not to treat stroke patients in Our Lady's Hospital in Navan. Indeed, you're considering protesting over this and taking to the streets, despite the medical advice that we heard on the programme yesterday. In Our Lady's Hospital in Navan, there is no stroke unit. There are no stroke specialist consultants. And one of the parameters of the quality of the service, which is the time to start dissolving the clot, was, unfortunately, through no one's uh, problem, Mm. the time was one of the longest in the country. Mm. Now the patients are transferred by ambulance to the Matter Hospital, where, one, there is a designated stroke specialist uh, who provides a consultant-led service 24 hours a day, 365 days of the year. They have the -the state-of-the-art imaging in terms of CT and MRI, and they have the record for being the best stroke service in the country. They are the only hospital in Ireland and the UK to have received the European Stroke Organisation Award. People in Mead will be brought to the best stroke service in the country. The medical advice is to go ahead with that instead of going to a hospital that doesn't have a stroke unit. That's uh, the advice from Dr. Jerry McEntee, the clinical lead uh, clinician and uh, the lead clinician in Our Lady's Hospital, uh, speaking to us yesterday, Patrick Toby. And what do you say to that? Well, first of all, tonight's meeting is not just about stroke. It's also about the fact that the A&E in Navin is in a critical situation with regards to its future. Um, now, just to talk about the issue of stroke, stroke has been treated uh, in Navin very well over the last number of years. Thrombolysis, the service uh, that uh, Dr. McEntee was talking about, is actually delivered uh, in Navin. And CT scanning is delivered in Navin. And every two years, about 35 people uh, were treated for stroke successfully, uh, you know, with very high results uh, in Navin. Now, one of the, issues, the problems I had with yesterday's interview was that the interview was about uh, Navin versus the Matter Hospital. But the clinical directive that was sent out by the ambulance service just about two weeks ago, and we spoke about it on your show, states that the, there should be stroke bypass of Navan Hospital and patients should be brought to Connolly Hospital, uh, Our Lady of Lourdes, Drogheda, the Regional Hospital in Mullingar, and the Cavan General Hospital, as well as the Matter Hospital. Mm. So, you know, it's not a case where you're, you're just comparing the results of Navan to Matter. And for sure, you're never going to, to be able to beat the results uh, in the Matter Hospital. But people are being told to be brought to the likes of Connolly in Blanchardstown, yeah, Drogheda, But to the matter where possible, which is the best service in the country and otherwise to other hospitals that have a stroke unit. Navin does not have a stroke unit. And the, the second point I wanted to, to, to make sure that people understand as well, uh, Dr. McEntee spoke about the what, what's called the door-to-needle ratio. So this is the ratio, this is the time it takes for a patient to get to the door of the hospital to actually, to when they get the thrombolysis needle to um, to obviously attack the clot uh, with, within the brain. Uh, now, that doesn't take into consideration the journey time it takes to get from, let's say, Athboy or Oldcastle to the Matter Hospital, which could add at least an hour uh, for that person uh, who is trying to get um, that service uh, from now on. Uh, and the, the second issue I would say to you in this, and this is a key issue, because oftentimes mm. we see one of the tactics used by the HSE to close down the service is for investment or resources to be reduced to that service. 
until such a, a stage where the the HSE can can state that the service is becoming uh, difficult to maintain at a safe level. So what we're just saying in the save, uh, in the Save Navin Hospital campaign, you don't just have one option to close uh, a service. You have another option, and the other option is to strengthen the existing service that is being delivered in Navin. And what we want to see is proper consultants cover in Navin. We want to make sure that junior doctors have the training so we can get junior doctors into Navin so that Navin is not dependent on on locum doctors continuously. We want to make sure that the College of Anaesthetists are providing training in Navin for their their anaesthetists there so we can have safe delivery of services. Because the problem is that every time you take... The problem is that until that's done, patients are not safe. Patients are at risk. And the protests that you're planning, according to Dr. McEntee, may put people's lives at risk. We'll just hear a little bit more from Dr. McEntee and what he said on the programme yesterday. Do they realise that by protest they may delay or obstruct the implementation of a process that is in the best interests of the patients of County Mead? And that if they do delay or the implementation mm. of the process, they are jeopardising the lives of the patients that they claim to represent and protect. Would it not be better if they joined with the hospital mm. to make Navan Hospital safer? So it is your medical opinion that somebody could die if uh, this protocol is delayed? Die or, uh, as a result of a delay, have a poor outcome from the stroke. Pater Tobin, how can you ignore Dr. McEntee when he tells you uh, that what you're about to do may jeopardise people's lives? Well, these were the, the, exactly the same arguments that we used to close Ennis Hospital and Nina Hospital. Both those uh, A&Es were closed in uh, both those areas. And now we have the only hospital servicing the, that area is Limerick Hospital. Limerick Hospital is radically overcrowded. And as a result... Yet it, at least 350 people are losing their lives in this country due to hospital overcrowding in this state. So every year we hear from the HSC that it is logical to close a particular service. But it's also a threat to the lives of people if they're waiting 14, 50 minutes because a ambulance can't make it to their house because they're stuck, they're stuck in Dublin in traffic waiting to get into the, to the uh, Matter Hospital. Uh, if they can't get the services in their local hospitals, they have to travel further and as a result it's more difficult for them to so achieve. So you're arguing the point, you don't accept that you are jeopardising people's lives. I, I, uh, what I'm saying to you is, it is the reduction of the investment in Navin Hospital that is jeopardising mm. people's lives. It is the reduction of the investment in the A&Es around the country that is uh, affecting people's lives. That's what the you're saying. Dr. Dr. Jerry, Dr. Jerry McEntee said yesterday that in his medical opinion, if you protest against this, you will be jeopardising people's lives. Do you reject that? Well, well first of all, there's, there's, no, there's no such thing as uh, not this particular decision not going ahead. The decision has already got, gone ahead. The reason why we're having this particular meeting in Navin tonight with regards to this is on a separate matter of the A&E. And this is really important to understand because the HSE decided to take overnight governance away from the A&E starting last Monday. But because of the meetings that we held, uh, I met with senior executives of the HSE last week. We've managed to get overnight governance uh, kept in place 
until the end of this month. But when overnight governance goes from the A&E, the A&E overnight is likely to finish. And as a result of that, um, there will be a serious threat again to the lives of people. So what we're saying to people with regards to tonight's meeting, tonight's meeting is about saving the accident and emergency in Navan Hospital. It is in critical condition. Uh, It is government policy to close it. There has been a letter on the minister's office for the last two years seeking to close it. And as a result, governance was to be pulled as of Monday this week. Governance overnight, thankfully, is now still in place, but only until the end of March. So we have a very short space in time in which to mobilise and to send a message to the government that they must protect A&E. What we want, very simply, is paramount. We want to see patient safety. But there must be patient safety on the back of investment, on the back of proper consultants cover, on the back of the fact that junior doctors can get training, anaesthetists can get training, and that Navin Hospital is a place that young medics want to come to mm. so that uh, they can and, further and, their and own as career. as you say, there's a deficit in terms of all of that. So do you accept what Dr McEntee said yesterday uh, and that this decision, as things stand, whilst that deficit is there, is in the best interest of patient safety? I do, not, I do not believe that the solution to the deficit is closure. I believe that the solution to deficit is proper investment. And I believe that the long-term results of closure has a far more negative effect with regards to people's lives. People will die in ambulances trying to travel the country to find a hospital to deliver a service for them. And we, we have seen already this year where a, a man died in, on a trolley in the A&E in Limerick City. Uh, and it was a number of hours until people actually found that he had passed okay. away. Because our our hospital system is radically and dangerously overcrowded. And taking capacity out of hospitals such as Navin does nothing but increase that level of overcrowding. And that's why I'd ask the people of Mead, the, the hospital is the most important uh, piece of infrastructure we have in this county. And remember, Mead has had a massive amount of services taken away from it uh, over the last number okay. of years. Well, you're asking, so asking people the people to meet, meet to you. come tonight to the meeting at 8 o'clock in the New Grange uh, and make sure that they have their say and listen to what's happening okay. to our hospital. All right. Got to leave it there. Thank you indeed for joining us here on the programme this morning. Patrick O'Bean is aim to founder and leader of TD in Mead West and to the chair of the Save Navin Hospital campaign. Michael, Michael Reed on, on LMFM. LMFM. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. 
Sign up with Code Program for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code Program.